Good morning, everybody. Finally get into spring here, finally get into May. Maybe the temperatures will get warmer. Today, Christian Democrat, we're going to be talking Joe Biden. Big news in the Democratic Party is Joe Biden officially entered the race after being the front runner for quite a while before he even entered the race. Uh, kind of want to examine him a little bit, look at his credentials, and say why I think he is probably the strongest candidate in the Democratic field in 2020. Even though my heart really is going with Pete Buttigieg right now, my head says Joe Biden is the guy that is most likely to beat Donald Trump. So why do I why do I think that? Why do I say that? You know, and you you have to again go all back to the electoral college. That's how you win the presidency. It's not the popular vote. That's Hillary Clinton won. It is the electoral college. And when you look at that map. What you expect is both coasts are going to vote Democrat, regardless regardless of which candidate gets the nomination. They're going to go Democrat. Most of the middle of the country is going to go Republican, regardless of who the candidate is. Now, if, if Cory Booker or Kamala Harris wins the nomination, maybe some of the southern states will turn on the African-American vote. If Beto O'Rourke gets the nomination, maybe Texas flips, because that's his home state, perhaps. Maybe. But... For the most part, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, you look at Florida. Florida's going to be close regardless. Wh whoever gets a nomination, Florida's always close. It's going to be close. So I, I don't know that there's a, a great advantage there from a candidate. But what Donald Trump did do effectively to win the race is he won Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Okay, as well as Florida. But like I said, Florida's going to be close. So... Which candidate can appeal to most of the voters in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin? And when I, when I look at those states, kind of Midwestern values, a lot of them, you know, I think Joe Biden is hands down the best guy to do that. He's got experience. He can, he can talk with the working class people. He can pull in minority votes because of his association with President Obama. He can get an pull some of the progressives in because some of his progressive ideas but he can also go appeal to the center so I think he can get some independent votes and some of those center votes and I think he is a uh, a pretty good guy so I think his, his integrity will hold up over the course of the election now the negatives on him of course he's got a long political history people are going to bring up a lot of different votes that he's done over the years that maybe at the time were popular and now are not so popular uh, I think the the whole touching of women thing was just a kind of a, uh, a charade. Um, some women did, you know, feel badly about that, but I don't think when you compare that to Donald Trump's record, it's going to go very far to a guy that's, you know, had multiple affairs and multiple women accusing him of, of assault. So I don't, I don't think that issue is going to go anywhere in the general election. I do think it may hurt him some with the women vote in the primary, but I think in the general election, women will come around to see that he's a much better candidate. The the thing maybe the that concerns me the most, oh, and I, I do think he, before I move on, I think he does really appeal to older voters. I think I've seen some splits older voters really like him. Younger voters, I think, will come around because there's going to be a lot of anti-Donald Trump votes, regardless of what candidate gets the, the nomination. You're going to see a lot of that. You know, Bernie appeals to younger voters. 
but socialism is a bad word with older voters. You know, younger voters like it, older voters don't. And why is that? You know, if you look at an, an older person, their, their history is with the Red Scare and communism. And they've been taught from a very young age, socialism is bad, socialism doesn't work, even though they have, they're on social security now. You know, go figure. But that's what they've been taught. Now, younger people, what, what shapes their mindset? You know, I think in a large part, it's the crash of 2008. The, the financial crash, the, the housing market crash. And what did they see? They saw all these people doing things that they shouldn't be doing on Wall Street, crashed the market. They pretty much got off scot-free. I think one low-level person was probably prosecuted. They Banks got bailed out. Car companies got bailed out. The average person on the street lost their home. The average person on the street lost their job. And they said, wait, this capitalism system doesn't work very well. You know, the people at the top are corrupt and working it to their advantage and hurting the little people. Maybe this socialism is a good idea. Maybe saying everybody gets health insurance is a good idea. Maybe saying everyone gets a high-quality education is a good idea. You know, maybe saying everybody gets even a standard uh, living wage is a good idea. And you can see, I think, both perspectives. You know, why the older people would be against socialism and afraid of it and younger people would be much more willing to embrace it having seen what the crash did to the economy and and frankly the crash didn't hurt the older people as much because a lot of them had made their money were retired maybe had their house paid off you know those sort of things it was younger people that it hurt and middle-aged people that it hurt a lot more so you can see both perspectives, but I think Bernie is going to have a hard time, particularly in the Midwest, attracting older votes. Not because his ideas are unpopular, but because he's branded as a socialist. He himself accepts that label as socialist. You know, and I give him a lot of credit for pushing a lot of ideas out into the public sphere that weren't previously there. And now people are really talking about and really like and are open to some form of those ideas. But... I think that socialist label is going to really hurt him with the older voters, and unfortunately, older people vote at a lot higher rate than younger people, so their vote, uh, their ideas are more important, I guess, in that respect. So, when I look at some of the other candidates, uh, I just, I don't know that they have the gravitas. I'm, I'm looking at some of these candidates, I'm looking at leadership, you know, and some of these, some of these candidates are leading with policy ideas and that that's not a great for I mean I mean minutia you know getting into details of exactly how much money and I just don't think that's how you win elections and it might be a good idea it might be a bad idea it might be a, an idea that needs to be modified I just don't think people are gonna vote for you because you have a detailed tax plan or a detailed plan to stop global warming you know I think I think first and foremost we're looking for leadership they're saying, who can lead this country? What principles guide you? What are your ethical standards? You know, I certainly don't, don't think Donald Trump won on policy. He won on saying, I'm going to shake up the establishment. I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm a successful businessman. You can count on me to be successful in the White House. I'm going to build a wall. We're going to get rid of those illegal immigrants. That, that's not a huge policy. That's not minutia of policy. You know, he's, he still hasn't built any wall. I mean, you know, but he, he put that out there for people and people said, yeah, we want that. So um, as crazy as some of the, his ideas were, 
Uh, that's what people liked and voted for. So I don't think I'm, I'm with Pete Buttigieg on that. You, do, you don't have to have all this minutia of policy uh, because a lot of it's not going to pass the Senate anyway. So, you know, it's, it's going to have to be in a modified form. But we do want to know the values. You know, I do want to know when Vladimir Putin's on the world stage that you're going to be able to stand up to him and not going to become... Uh, someone who's just going to bend their knee and, and do whatever Vladimir Putin says, like Donald Trump has done. You know, so I want leadership. And I think Joe Biden, Joe Biden checks those boxes. He looks like a leader. He sounds like a leader. Uh, he has good policy direction for this country. But the thing that concerns me the most is he has a bit of a volatile character. Same thing with Bernie Sanders. They're both volatile. And Donald Trump is the ultimate volatile person. So how is that going to work in a debate? How is that going to work on the campaign trail? Are we going to get into this campaign where everybody's just slinging mud and everybody's just throwing punches all the time? Uh, that's where I think Pete Buttigieg maybe has a little bit of an advantage because I think Pete Buttigieg is a little humbler and a little nicer than some of these candidates. Now, to their credit, you don't get very far in politics by being humble and by being nice. You know, unfortunately, it's a business where you have to really put yourself out there. You really have to, to look strong and, and seem strong to get really far. So they, uh, you know, people like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders have quite a, uh, you know, uh, posture about them that, that, that kind of speaks power. I think it's hurt Biden a little bit that he has trouble apologizing. Again, I think a lot of these candidates are going to have trouble apologizing if something bad comes up because they're just that type of strong, forward person that, that doesn't like to apologize. The president never apologizes either. So it's just kind of the nature of the business of, of who these people are. Uh, so I think that, that's hurting about, uh, Biden a little bit. But uh, I think going forward, be okay. I've heard some people complain that too many white men are dominating the Democratic field. And, and frankly, I'm just, I don't think the women in the race have as much gravitas to be president as some of the white men at this point. Now, if Stacey Abrams decides to run for president, she just decided she's not going to run for Senate. I really like Stacey Abrams. I think she has the gravitas. I think she checks that box for me. When I've seen her on TV, I look at her and be like, that lady could be president. You know? Now, I'm not saying maybe some of these other ladies, they'll grow as they campaign and, and, and maybe they'll run again and they'll, they'll have some of that. You know, I think that that's not always something you have initially, but you can grow into. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe other people disagree and they think some of these other candidates do have more gravitas. But I think that you have to kind of look the part of a president. You know, we don't want a weak-looking president. We don't want someone who um, just doesn't act presidential. You know, we, ha we have kind of almost a caricature of that in the White House right now, that the president is so over-the-top, so blustery, you know, that it's almost... Uh, it is just kind of humorous that every person he's like is a great guy, a wonderful guy, the best at this, and every person he hates is awful, terrible, and he comes up with some bad nickname for him, you know, uh, that we, we could do with a little bit more of just reality, of, of strong leadership, but also grounded to the facts and grounded to the rule of law would be nice. So I do think Joe Biden is going to go far. You know, I think it was really just really kind of smart on his party opened in Pennsylvania. He knows he needs to win Pennsylvania to win the presidency. A lot of the candidates are going to Iowa, New Hampshire, maybe a little bit in South Carolina, some of the early primary states. He's going to Pennsylvania because he's thinking about the general election 
not just trying to win those early primaries because history has shown Iowa and New Hampshire don't really have the same demographics as most of the rest of the country. And it's a nice bounce, it's a nice win for people, but it's not really the long game. It's not really the long run, okay? And a lot of the candidates who win in Iowa don't actually end up winning the nomination because Iowa is a little different than the, most of the rest of the country. New Hampshire doesn't have a lot of electoral votes, so even if you win it, it's not that it's not probably going to make or break you if you win or lose New Hampshire, although it's nice in the press, it's nice in the immediate to say you won something. So uh, stay tuned. You know, a lot of weird things could definitely happen, you know. Uh, there's been candidates in the past that look good and then fallen. Uh, Gary Hart, you know, had a, a scandal with a mistress and threw him out of the race. Think about Howard Dean. You know, Howard Dean screamed after he lost Iowa and everyone decided he didn't have the gravitas to be president at that point. You know, at that point they looked at him and said, he doesn't seem very presidential. That seems bizarre now that we would we would think a scream would disqualify people. But it did at the time and you know, who knows what's gonna happen. Hillary Clinton, you know, we thought would would beat Barack Obama. He came out of nowhere and beat her. So you you never know what political event is going to transpire that will make or break a candidate. But uh, Joe Biden definitely seems poised to do well, I think, in the Midwest, and he will, of course, win the win the coasts because he's just a he's a Democrat, and I think it makes him a real strong contender to beat Donald Trump. And more than anything, I think that's what Democrats want right now: is someone who will beat Donald Trump. So that's my take on Joe Biden. I think he'll he'll be a strong candidate for a long time in this primary. Be a tough guy to beat. Uh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris. Pete Buttigieg, they've got their work cut out for them to try to beat this guy. So I'll see you till the next time. But right now, this is a Christian Democrat. I'm out.